Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This should be on the air. Yep. Go right about now. Do, 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 Where are... Do, 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 do. Oh, we are. Take it. Oh, so we oh. are in the air. We yeah. Just, we were we waiting for the we music. We had everything except we, the music. Uh, what? Yeah, we were waiting for the, the uh, music as a little signal, but we didn't have it. Hi there, everyone. Uh, everyone is here, and uh, we are ready to go. Are you doing your something voice of Tom Fitzmorris, or? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> the just bewildered the, voice of Tom Fitzmorris. Yeah, that yeah, would be confused. I'm bewildered, too, because I'm looking behind you. Yeah. And I'm waiting to see the ship that's there every Thursday that sails out every Thursday afternoon. Hmm. It's not there. So we're totally discombobulated here. And if you think that's bad, just wait till we get started. So, Tom, you said you said you had something. So what did you have? No, there was just a thought that I had when I was on my way over here, uh-huh. and it was uh, this. You and I were watching a movie last night that mm-hmm. involved uh, these two lovers, or attempting to be lovers, anyhow, uh, who were having a wonderful time in, uh, uh, oh, what's the name Bruges. of that? Bruges. Uh, gr- uh, Bruges. Nope. No. Nope. Bruges. Bruges. Bruges, uh, which is a place we went on our honeymoon. And uh, it was a lovely thing there, and it was a lovely thing this time around. And this is in Belgium, by the way, way, in case you're wondering. And if you think that Belgium is a very exotic, where in the world could that be kind of a place? Uh, You didn't have very much geography when you were growing up. That's true, but, but, uh, you know, you can easily get it. And it's one of those things you could pick up pretty quickly. But here's what, what came out of my brain or went into it. Oh, when uh, I was considering this, uh, in addition to uh, the the guy in the romantic event, and uh, also the girl who was in the same you know the same thing going down the romance. In addition to uh, to both of them, there was also the, what I think was like the prince and the princess of of. Uh, Belgium. <laughs> that's, it's a that's, Hallmark movie. They love their oh, princes. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know what? Uh, that's quite a, a layout that they have there. The food just looked fantastic. Of course, that's the whole idea of it is to have this beautiful food out there. But the food itself is, I, I'm always looking at this stuff. I might be the only one. But uh, it never seems to impress me much. And I wonder, gee whiz. If I were uh, putting on something like this and my daughter were a princess and, and I were a prince and the king was around and all of that, too, um, I, I think I'd have better food than what I'm seeing here. If was a princess, you would be the king. You know, it's funny that you say that, Tom. Why is it? coincidentally, it was actually, it was this movie, and I can't remember what the name of it was. It was a long time ago, and it was this guy at a party, and everybody that he talked to, every conversation he had sort of tied together 
and it just kind of kept going back. It might have been The Muse. I love that movie. But anyway, um, this kind of all fits into what we're going to talk about today, which is really, really fun. Oh, well, I can't wait. And don't ask me, folks, because she never tells me anything until we we get in there. So uh, today in that neck of the woods, uh, if you I don't use Google as a search engine, but I do use Bing and I always love to look at their pictures. So this morning the picture was in uh, a little it's a little village in Scandinavia. And you know how they have their villages that are scattered among thousands of islands up there? So uh, this one was apparently on the third Thursday in August, there is a special day where they break out. Ron, is the collar on? The collar's on the the phone. Okay. Um, They break out this this canned herring. Okay. (laughs) I've had that. That was caught... (coughs) months before mm-hmm. this is like a big special day there okay huge yeah huge thing. so so they they catch this herring in the baltic sea and it's in Cold may in may or june they catch the herring and then they salt it and they they salt it just enough so it doesn't rot okay Mm, and boy. then after it's festered for all these months, they then, in July, can it. Mm-hmm. And then it ferments some more in the can. And then on the third, third Thursday in August, it's, it's called, and I'm going to have to get our guests to pronounce it. It's, I think it's Surströmming. Day, Sir Strummy, right? That he's, means that he's the means, guy who ran the deli. Yeah, Sir Strummy, right? Yeah, and uh, and they open this, they open the cans, and then they eat it with a slice of flatbread and some cold potatoes, and with then, dill, and then they they chase it down with something called snap, which is a local mm. alcohol. Mm. And this what color is, is it? I have no idea, but we're going to ask our oh. guest. Our guest is, if he calls, I mean, I yeah. talked to his mom today. Um, there's a young man a little bit older than Jude who is a Jesuit grad and lives in Copenhagen where he is a doctorate of, I want to say political science. Anyway, he's got a, he's got a, his, um, he's got a podcast and anyway, he's living over there. And he's been living in Scandinavia for a long time. And I figured that it would be fun to get him on to talk about this sour herring day. Hmm. So if he calls us, we'll have a little bit of fun yeah, with that. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Sour those, herring those day. cold water uh, fish are, uh, can be really, really great. They can also be really, really bland. But okay. uh, but generally speaking, they're, they're, they're nice. Yeah, well, there are some people who think this is the most putrid <clears throat> smell in the universe when these cans well, are open. And there are other people they can't who give anxiously everything. awake await this day so they can eat this stuff mm-hmm. uh also we have a guest that's dropping in the studio who's yeah. my new yeah she's my new bff i met her having lunch at cuvant a few minutes ago oh and yes this you, is you're funny, already tom. reminiscing over this that? is this is funny tom you're going to enjoy this story yeah. your ego will really enjoy this story my ego 
Yes. What ego? Your, your Me? <laughs> ego? I don't think so. You're constantly in need of stroking ego. I don't know what we'll you're thinking. We'll really enjoy the stroke it's you, about to get. You must be thinking about Tommy. So uh, anyway, I'm sitting at Cuvant, which is completely dead except for maybe two or three other people. Well, a hotel in the middle of yeah, the, yeah, de- yeah. the day. You no, know? I, I think it's a beautiful hotel. It's got a stunning courtyard back there. And it's a really nice place. So they have this prefix lunch for $19. And I ran over there hmm. just to try it because it's a good deal. And um, I had, uh, I ordered, I'm sorry, is it me? Yeah. I don't understand cold peas in a little creamy vinaigrette as a course. Hmm. <laughs> Well, you have to eat it first, and then you'll understand. No, I still don't understand it. Cold peas as a course. This is a millennial thing. English peas and radishes are mm. big millennial things. Anyway, so I ordered that just for yucks because I wanted to see what this English peas thing was. So I ordered that, and then I got a chicken pieard, which I got to say was pretty scrumptious. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, a pieard, for those who might not know, is it's a, a some kind of protein, uh, you know, anything from fish to uh, chicken or whatever, and it's it's pounded very thin or it's sliced very thin, one or the other. You can have either or both. This was so rich. It was in some kind of really rich sauce, and it had a little light vinaigrette on it. It was it was delicious. I really enjoyed it. It was not a big, for $19, you know, what can you expect? It was a nice amount of food. And um, and then I got this little shortbread cookie that was dipped in chocolate halfway, and that chocolate was mind-blowing. I want Mary Lee to try it. Mm. So anyway, there's a woman sitting about, I don't know, eight tables down on this uh, banquette. These are real people, not something out of the movie, right? Okay, forget just, the movie, Tom. No, I'm just making forget sure. Forget the movie. You know. Okay, so about eight places down on the banquette, this woman is talking to the bartender and she's and she's about my age and she is um, asking for places that clearly indicate that she's been reading about things and she's got a uh, a house here a, a, you know a place in the warehouse district she's from Tupelo Mississippi and she starts asking about the Peter and Paul Hotel which is like millennial ground zero and so I'm here eating my English peas, and I'm thinking about this whole millennial thing, and she talks about the Peter and Paul. And so the question she had for the bartender was, uh, does Bacchanal run the food at Peter and Paul? And the answer to that is yes, but the bartender did not know the answer to that. So I overheard her talking, and I said to the waiter, when you go down to that end, would you tell that woman that the answer to her question is yes? <laughs> So she looks my way, uh-huh. and she starts talking to me, and we, we strike up a conversation about the Maroney, and, and she talks about all the people that she recommends coming here, and, and the Peter and Paul, and, you know, just we get into the conversation. And then she starts talking about the fact that she met her now-deceased um, significant other um, who, who told her that he had a place in New Orleans and that if she wanted to be with him, she had to fall in love with New Orleans. And so they started talking about it, and she goes, and then she says to me, and I swear I'm not making this up, she goes, have you ever heard of Tom Fitzmorris? <laughs> 
That and is I, a good joke. And I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, that's my husband. And she goes, what? She goes, oh, my gosh. Are you one of the Marys? Are you Mary Ann? Oh, come on. And I, no, I swear. I no, this swear can't be. You, you're you're pulling my chain. I am not making any of this up, okay? That's why I said it was going to stroke your ego. And I said, I said, yeah, I'm the older one. And she said, oh, my gosh. My uh, my husband would have been so, oh, wow. He's like your, your husband's biggest fan. Anyway, um... She comes here and eats at all the places that we recommend on nomenu.com. I'm, I swear I'm not making any of this up, okay? I'm not uh, making I'm, a single uh, I'm thing astonished. of this up. Yeah. And she read about Bonchi yesterday. So what, she what went is that? You, you, keep, you keep dropping that it's word on me, and I have place. no idea. It's the new it's Roman a pizza, pizza place. place. Yeah. It's here? Yeah, so she went there today. It's in Rome. In Rome. They have two places in Chicago. This is the third USA outpost. Oh, okay. So, so there is one in, in we, we this country. We just stopped there the other day, Tom. That's where I went to go take the picture. Okay. Well, so I then, know. so then she went there today because she had read about it on NoMenu.com, and so uh, I just was cracking up at all this. And we started talking about her travels because they had just gotten back from. He just passed away. Hmm. And they had this massive trip that they took. And we just were, you know, talking like that. So I said, look, you know, we're just Do you think they've ever been on the Orient Express? We'll get into that because I invited invited her up here Mm -hmm. at 4 o'clock because she was just hanging out in the afternoon. I said, look, come on up. You can meet Tom and we can talk about your travels and about New Orleans food. And so she's from Tupelo, Mississippi. And she's just going to come in and shoot the breeze with us. Hmm. So it's a weird show. But it's funny because they're all tied together because Couvent is French. And we were talking about Belgium and, you know, the Danish world up there. So all this northern European stuff has now converged on the show, just like in that movie where every guy, every person that that guy talked to was somehow related to the other person. So... That's oh, well. our weird little show today. And the show's weird every day, so what difference does well, it make? Well, uh, yeah, but some days better than others. <laughs> I think well, it's going to uh, be a really weird one today, uh, this, folks. This, this is the food show. Uh, you know, I want to ask you about this. The, uh-huh. the name of the hotel mm-hmm. is what? The one I just I went forgot. to. The yeah. one I just went to. Eliza Jane. It's Eliza a Hyatt Jane, property. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Eliza yes. Jane. This is uh, over on uh, Chapatula right, Street. No, no, it's no? right there on Magazine, across from the Chop House and next to the Bon okay. Ton. It's a gorgeous okay. redo of a building. All right, and, and the, there's the, a restaurant the main part Kuvant. of and and what's how do you say that one? C O U V A N T. C O U V E N T. No, C O U V A N T. It's a French bistro. Uh huh. And for breakfast, Cuvant. Yes. Have you been there, Ron? Yeah, yeah, it's close. You can it's walk just a, there. like a they block have, and a half from here. Yeah, they have um, they have uh, French pastries to take away in the morning, and you. Can where have do you take them? That's what I always wondered. You know, this is a takeout order. Okay, great. Where are you taking it? Wherever you want, Tom. I mean, it's, this should be addressed, at, you know, by somebody. Well, you can take it away anywhere. Like when we were <clears> take it we away were, <laughs> far we were away in France a couple of years ago, I picked up a French bread. <laughs> I picked up a baguette yeah. at a store by the beach, and then I picked up some cheese at the next store, and I literally walked around the street with a baguette in one hand and the hunk of cheese in the other hand eating it. So you can take away and go nowhere, actually. You know, anyway. Mm-hmm. Or you could take away and go to your your living room and just be sad and sit and have Chinese takeout. Steve is here already, Steve. Steve is our number one. Find out if you. I wonder to find out if you checked on the Snickers. 
Uh, no. uh, uh, the Snickers. No, but has anyone looked in on the Snickers? Wait, what was I supposed <clears throat> to do with the Snickers? I'm sorry. It, it, they change the word on it every every time. Every, every time, Marianne, oh, I can I can give you this assignment. Just go downstairs to the little guy who's got the little. Uh, I'm not going downstairs. My shoe's gonna break. Well, again. then I'll do it. <laughs> I've got these. Uh, you go gloves. get four Snickers, Tom. <laughs> All right. Do you think we'll even bring, miss him? I don't think we will. No, go ahead. You know what? It, one, one for Ron, one for you, one for Marianne, and one, for put you. one in memorial for me. Okay. I, I, up there and leave it up in the studio, and someday when I come we, over there, I'll get it. We don't need to. T- I'm, I'm telling you, it's the first time you try it. <laughs> it's going to be there. And, uh, in fact, I'll bet you that's true even of the— Okay, I'm going to look into <clears throat> it. I promise. All right. So, Steve, based on what I've just said, do you feel like the show is going to be more ridiculous than it usually is? Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's the deal. Maybe uh, to a good extent. I don't know. We'll uh, here's the we'll deal. Uh, Marianne, yes, my sir. wife, she's going to stay here. She, she will yes, take over the show for I the— will. But she has to understand that <laughs> when I perfect. get back here, I want my show back. <laughs> okay. All right? <laughs> And then second, second, also over here we have uh, Steve, who to whom I made this. That did come from me. Are you really going down to get the Snickers? Yeah, Tom's really going Uh down to get the Snickers. And uh, Snickers. Snickers, Every time I pick up a a Snickers bar, which is almost never because I don't like them. Okay. And then the guy sitting next to me yesterday uh, in our studio. Uh, he said, well, more proof that he's crazy. So, all right, I don't know. I'm going to show you that although it is clearly the same kind of uh, okay, candy just, bar. Okay, just shut up and go get the Snickers. everyone has a different name. Okay. And, uh, right. and I will actually, I'll do it at he's random. He's going to do it right now, but you need okay. to take your headsets off first. Now, you right. Start saying something interesting. No, I'm good. Uh, well, that just comes naturally for me, Tom. Two six zero six. I'm in the middle of a family fight. I love it. Two six zero six three six eight. All right, Steve, are you going to hang on for this? Because we're not going to take a break. I would say we are back, but it's only me. And uh, I want to tell you quickly before Tom gets back about New Orleans hamburger and seafood. New Orleans hamburger and seafood has ten locations around town, and it's uh, aptly named. They have hamburgers. Those hamburgers are great. They are crusty on the outside. They are juicy on the inside. Done however you like from a pretty extensive burger menu. They have seafood. It is greaseless, golden brown. It is hot and delicious. And you can spice it up by saying, I'd like it spicelicious. Also, they have, and this is a new thing, char-grilled oysters. They have good specials that are local favorites, things like red beans and rice. They have some good pasta dishes. They have great salads, big, crisp salads that are interesting and full of delicious things. That is New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood, 10 locations around town. Drop in and see them. Steve, are you still there? I'm waiting. I'm here. While I was on hold. Like to wait for Tom. You might be waiting a long time. Just well, I, I might not make it, but while I was on know. hold, mm-hmm. I won $325 on Dialing for Dollars. <laughs> Not that you're not serious, right? Is there such a no, thing? No. Okay. No. I don't know. No. I don't that, know. that was that was a long time ago yeah, when you and I were both young. Ago. Yes, it was way long time ago because you know I'm very young. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Steve and I are just sitting here waiting for Tom to get back. He has with been our charged. He has been charged with getting Snickers bars in the studio. So that Steve can explain how they change whatever it is. No, he. No, that was his idea. It wasn't mine. What to go get him or to go see? 
No, no, I talked him into going to see, but I've, I think he's crazy on whether they change the name on him every time. Oh. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> that was what he said. Oh. oh, well, then I know it's not true. <laughs> I no, I don't that. think that's true. I, think oh, it's I wouldn't let him go make that trip because I know that's not true. Anyway, well, but this ought to be fun. He'll yeah, have a sure, good time going sure. down there and getting it, and you I'm get not, a Snickers out of the deal, anywhere. you know? I, I can just stay here with my broken shoe. I don't have to go anywhere. Anyway, there. we are anxiously awaiting the call. Hey, what? New Orleans hamburger and seafood shut down by my house. I'm really not happy with them. Oh, you're talking about um, the – well, you know, there's that Kajina, Kachina Kajemi place. Tom, that is the fastest I've ever seen you move. Tom is back already. Amazing. It seems – yeah. So what and is it, I, uh, I'm sorry to say, for my own sake, <laughs> that this batch, uh, by the, they only had about six Don't of them worry, left. Don't worry, we all already knew the answer. To but, <laughs> but it's I, only uh, you that's catching up. Go but ahead. I actually uh, have done this in the past. But mm-hmm. he, who wants a Snickers? Me. No, Ron okay. wants a Snickers. Ron, do you like I Snickers? I want one. Okay, Ron's going to take the Snickers. Ron's going to get a Snickers. We also All have... Right, Steve, uh, if you feel like coming we, into the studio, we'll leave one with Tina for we you. Have one, uh, okay. We have one oddball right, here. Thanks a bunch, man. Here's a Snickers almond. Oh, well, I love That's a different almonds. candy bar. So, okay. uh, Wait, all right, I, I lose. Instead. Okay, it was <laughs> fun. used to saying that by now, Tom. Um, wait, so, so now Snickers does almonds instead of peanuts? Oh, that's the fastest I've seen Ron move, oh, too. Sorry. The Snickers have motivated everyone. Uh, Ron, I didn't Goodness. mean to just hit you in the head with that, but I'm, I'm not a very good thrower. Yes, that's true. Okay. Ron, do you want the almond one, too? You want the almond one? Give that one to, uh, to, give that one to Ron. Do you like almonds? Yeah. Woo, boy. What is it? We think it's a Mardi Gras parade time. You're as bad as me. Things. Okay. Huh? All right, Steve is gone. He's right, now this proven is, his point. All right, this is, this is enough. <laughs> This is uh, our limit on the foolishness for today, oh, at least wait. for the oh, next no, few minutes. Because we're just getting started. Because when Michael yeah. Bassetta calls us and wants to talk about rancid herring, we're going to be talking about that, too. Who? Michael Bassetta. I was hoping oh. he would call because while you were gone, because I, I figured you're not going to be able to say things like surströming or surströmingskiva, mm. which is the day that it's called. Surströmingskiva. Mm-hmm. It's Sour Herring Day in Scandinavia, the third Thursday of August. Just so you all know, thank God I'm not in Scandinavia. What I want to know from Michael Bassetta, if he calls, is that he is from New Orleans. So how can it's, he that's survive? That's a New Orleans kind of sound to me. But uh, how can he survive in a place where they serve rancid herring and make a big deal out of it? With well, flat you know, bread there's always potatoes. something different. I mean, he does come in a lot, but but wow, that seems kind of depressing. I would think. Anyway, the lady that I met at Couvent was talking about how her this husband. This is a, for those who are just joining us. Uh, Couvent is a is the, the is restaurant. It's a little French bistro in the Eliza Jane Hotel. In not a hotel far from here. In, right. in a charming little hotel. Yes. Uh, right on uh, Magazine Street, about yeah. a half a block from uh, Poitras. Yes, correct. And an uh, interesting place. We've only been there once, though. There was a lunch special. So I did the yeah. prefix lunch special, which has three options. Yeah. And I think I could have gotten... Somebody was looking for a cold soup last week. Vichyssoise. Vichyssoise. They have Vichyssoise there. Vichyssoise. Vichyssoise yeah. there. 
Um, and then they have uh, this English peas nonsense. And then they have a third choice. And they also had a skate, Grenoble. Grenoble. No, Grenoble. Grenoble, right. And uh, and uh, a quiche that I wanted to try. So it's really good. Mm. For $19, that's a good deal. And they had a really nice waiter. He was really, really cute. Okay, so I think this might be Michael. Is this Michael? Okay, so this is our caller, Michael Bassetta. No, no. not. No, so Mike, another caller. So this is Mike. This is our regular Mike, one of our Mikes. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Come on in. Okay, Have a seat. Okay, what I want to know is, why can we conjugate every person who calls here? We have a Mike and a Michael, a Steve and a Steven, a Greg and a Gregory. You guys need some Seems like Seems like the show's getting to be more like a Marx Brother movie all the time. Uh, I was about to say something like that, but I think you got me beat. Uh, we are certainly see, uh, in, in kind of a... Well, my subject of the day is, is prime-grade beef. Okay. Prime-grade beef. You know, we were talking about sort of last night, night about that. So uh, what, uh, what motivated you to uh, maybe have one last night and report on it today? Well, um, it didn't actually happen last night. I'm, I'm oh. going to tell you the bad news first. I've been hypercritical that what's being called prime beef nowadays doesn't seem to justify the grade. And I'm not talking about so much what I've served in a restaurant. I'm talking about what's available to me in a supermarket or a meat market. Mm -hmm. And I had heard a while back that the, the government or whatever, the powers that be, had increased the amount of beef that was allowed to be considered prime grade from 2% to 6%. Hmm. And I've heard you say many, many times that you really don't shop by grade. You shop by what you see with your eyes as far as the marbling is concerned. Absolutely. And I find that a lot of the beef that is graded prime and being sold at prime prices simply doesn't have the marbling to justify it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just had some of it yesterday. It was uh, fairly, ex well, actually it wasn't too expensive. It was $30, which for steak is pretty cheap. But uh, All of that... All of that said, I'm walking around Acquista Pace today, and mm -hmm. I'm perusing perusing the prime beef. Yeah. And what do I what do I have in front of me? But six T bones six. that have enough mar that have enough marbling that <clears throat> that could be Kobe beef. Mm, no kidding. That's Acquista Pace at, for you. At fifteen ninety nine a pound. Wow, so that's I, uh, that's you're stealing it at that price. Yeah, I mean Costco sends me their advertisements for prime beef and the Kobe usually runs between 120 100 and 120 dollars a pound i know that's unbelievable yeah, that's, but that's, that's impressive what do you uh, think of a twist oh go ahead i'm sorry no mm -hmm. i was just going to say i bought four out of six and if anybody wants the last two they're still there well, maybe oh, not. Maybe somebody shot. came behind no. you and bought them. Do you like Aquista yeah. Pace? It's a most interesting place, I think. That's a great store, yeah, I think. To me, to me, I mean, I my first obviously my first attraction to the place was the wine part of mm -hmm. it. You know, I mean, it's just like a wine store within the confines of a grocery store. Yeah. But it it gives me what I had on the South Shore when I used to go to Dornax. You know, it's uh -huh. the Dornax, the Dornax of the North Shore, as far as I'm concerned. That's a good way of putting it. I think that's uh, also kind of accurate. And uh, I better shut my mouth because, as you probably have noticed, I do Spots commercials for. Nice. for uh, well, here's now, one of them right now. Their, have <clears> you been to their new uh, place down in Mandeville, that which is just the spirits and wines, and of course their cigar humidor. 
Yeah, I, I, I do. I'm, I buy a lot of wine, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm a pretty much a fixture in the place of Mandeville. But the, the most interesting place he has now is the one in Slidell called the Slidell Wine Warehouse. So you and like that one better? No, it's just a different business model. He, uh-huh. uh, he's, not, he's not catering to the high-end buyer there necessarily. Uh-huh. But he, he does have some very fine wine there at deeply discounted prices. So, he, you know, Adam's a smart guy, and he, uh, he knows his markets before he goes into them. He knows, you know, what, what people are going to be looking for in any geographical area. Yeah, uh, which is not easy. We, we, uh, we have not had him or his brother on our show in a long, long time. I want time. them to start writing, for, I want them yeah. to start writing uh, a blog for uh, yeah, MyMenu.com. I think you ought to. Um, their father is, you know, from the Schwegman family, right? His, I did, his, not, I did his, not know that. No. Yes, his wife was a Schwegman. And really? so they, yeah, so they have the grocery background there. And I just, do you know Steve? I love Steve. Who is Steve? Steve is the dad. The father? Steve is the dad. No, I, yeah. know, I know Eric and I know uh, Adam, they're, but I don't know the father. They're both just, they know their stuff inside and out. I think that's the most interesting store I've ever been to. It caters to two completely different clientele, and they do it with a plum. I really, really, really like them. In case you're yeah, just Eric, joining us, uh, the female voice is that of uh, oh, Marianne. Hi. And, Go ahead, what? And uh, she is talking about uh, over there. Aquista Pace, uh, which is uh, yes. a, a large and very good uh, supermarket on the North Shore. There's a couple of them. Yeah. And with great wine cellars and uh, great cheese uh, collections, too, uh, over there. Eric is really, he, just he thought travels I'd, all over. They both travel all just over. Just thought I'd put just it in. Just thought you'd so reclaim the show. Okay, what were you going to no, say? No, no, I just <laughs> want to keep us on, our, you know. What were you going to say, Mike, yeah. about mm-hmm. you started to talk uh, about Adam? No, I was just, just going to say Eric is to cheese what Adam is the wine. They're both very knowledgeable. I know, they're they on really the ring. are. They really are. And great guys, okay. too. All right. Hi, you are listening to The Food Show. It's a one of a kind. We've been on the air for 31 years, but we have been uh, and, and having a lot of... Descending into lunacy un- lately. Huh? What? Descending into lunacy lately. Descending into lunacy lady. No, not lady. No? Lately. Oh. Anyway, we uh, talk about food, we talk about restaurants, about cooking and all of that. And uh, we can get a little silly with this program, and uh, that's okay. I, I think having fun is, is part of living. And uh, we'd love to hear from you about anything on your mind, about the food that you've been eating, the dishes that you have uh, enjoyed a lot, and also the dishes that you have to wash. How do you, uh, how do you handle the washing of dishes in your house the way I try to do it? although I fail at it a bunch of times, is as soon as I finish one uh, utensil, I, I clean it right then and there, and I put it away, and that's that. I am so glad to hear you say that because... <clears throat> yeah? Why? There's somebody who knows all about such things and no, is going to tell us about it? If Job, Job, if Job actually had appliances, uh, my life would mirror his right now. I huh? think this morning I have declared that the dishwasher is probably broken. Oh, so well. far this year, we've had the dishwasher broken. My air conditioner is broken in my car. We've had the air conditioner in the house broken. We've had the water pump broken. 
So now we can add the dishwasher. So now we're going to be washing dishes until I can make an actual diagnosis on this. And the dishwasher is going to become like a dish drain. Oh, it'll, so I'm glad to hear that you're washing okay. dishes because you can keep doing that. It'll be okay. You don't have to worry about that. I'm not worried it's about it. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Happy <clears throat> Surstraminskiva. Is he still coming? I don't know, but no. that's the way they say it. I don't know how they say it, but mm. I, that's the way I'm saying it. Uh, it's it's Sour Herring Day in the Baltic Sweden they, area. They eat the a lot of uh, hard-to-predict things. One of them is that they love crawfish around there, but they don't eat crawfish that's been cooked the way we cook it around here, not even close to being spicy. It's a, a kind Probably of bland, not. actually. And then uh, a lot of dill is used in its preparation, no matter how, what you put into it. That dill, uh, for some reason, that's in a lot of Scandinavian cooking. Yes. I'm anxiously awaiting the call from Michael Bassetta, who is probably yeah. too busy to talk to us. Well, you know, because it's, everybody's busy. what, party time over there. It's like 11 o'clock. So huh? what Could time be. is it? It's four. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't you have those those little calculators uh, that you can find out such things? Yeah, we do, but yeah. my phone is charging. But if you give me yours, uh -huh. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Anyway, 2606368 is the number if you would like to talk to us. I also met a woman at Couvant who will Couvance? be coming up, hopefully, because she's from Tupelo, Mississippi, and has a part-time place here and uh, was turned on to the charms of New Orleans uh, by, um, by you, Tom. Huh? Who told you Actually, that? by her husband, who... Uh, was a huge fan of yours, which I think is Go kind of figure. which I think is kind of funny. And I just had a good lunch at Couvent, so that's all mm. the uh, that's all the um, reporting <clears throat> on food that I have to do today. Well, getting back to that one, uh, this was is in a, a hotel, uh, but it's a charming hotel. It's it's not it's not an expensive hotel. It's not. No, either. I think it is actually an expensive hotel. It's a, oh, it's a Hyatt property, and those oh, are well, not cheap. Pardon my. Uh, Hyatt is not cheap. My at guess all. at that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I wish I could make heads or tails of your almanac because I really love your almanac when we can use it. I well, but I thought I it was pretty really good, but make, it wasn't for I everybody. Can't really make heads or tails of it. Well, you know, anyway. it's, again, I tell you, today it's, on NoMenu.com, though, yeah. there is a piece about the Impossible Burger. To dream the Impossible Burger. Well, I wouldn't dream know about this. What? It would be sort of a nightmare, actually, based on what I saw. But a friend of mine who is really a burger fanatic, and he uh, and I get into conversations all the time. As a matter of fact, I would like him to come up here and be sort of a regular on the show. Who? Eric is his name. Oh. And we go to lunch, but I love the way he talks about food. Well, you know, food is a great it's thing like to talk about. You can really dig food. into it. Yeah, your dad had these great little moments of wisdom. <laughs> no, and, and uh, I, I sound like I'm making fun of him. But, uh, yeah. yeah, he would. Uh, that was pretty deadpan. I mean, he, uh, he told me once that the if you want to make really good roast beef poor boys, the thing to know is to cut 
against the across the green the not the green the, the he had a really good roast beef for uh, yeah well did you ever I, have I any of his huh? roast beef oh boys? yeah yeah I yeah, ate everything he, he was kind of a master at roast beef for boys yeah but he he had yeah. nailed it down and uh, would did. be very tender and great flavor that and the good cabbage dish that my mom won her prize for I know you love that <laughs> anyway um. So he uh, he had this saying, though, that you also loved, which was, Tom, it's just another meatball. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you were working up to that other, well, never mind. No, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but um, but this Neither other, do I. one of these two guys that I have lunch with all the time mm-hmm. has a father, or had a father, who had sort of a similar saying to that. And Watch it. it was even, Watch it. It was even Careful. more. It was even more depressing than my dad's, mm. and his was quote fills a hole. I I don't <laughs> These even. These are know. not gourmets, Tom. These no. are not people that. Well, no, that's gotten, okay. You you can yeah. be a gourmet. You, in fact, you look at most chefs, and they're not real fancy, dust, dust, you know, gussied up to uh, look over the whole world. Well, they can be. Uh, I'm sure they can be, but they they rarely do it because it's just not their bag, yeah. particularly, and so you wind up get getting so they a different do their style thing in the kitchen. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. so so my friend Eric sent me a piece, uh, a little um, uh, an email saying there is no way that you will ever run this in nomenu.com, but here's what I think about the Impossible Burger. And I actually did run it yesterday. No, is it today? I think I ran it today. So if you want to know a little report on the Impossible Burger, um, now he, he eats in a lot of places that, you know, I wouldn't be caught dead eating, but, um, but he did try the Impossible Burger. And the report on it is in nomenu.com today. Oh, Okay. We'll anyway, we'll look at someone it. has actually gone down that road and braved the Impossible Burger. And somebody wrote me about it, or wrote you about it, about the piece of, on the Impossible Burger because he was looking for vegan options in New Orleans. And I, whenever someone asks the, you about it's vegan, so simple. There is a, there, this is the most the easiest thing to uh, to uh, get going if you're. If you have a special diet for whatever reason, whether it's a health-related thing, whether it's uh, that you like it uh, very low fat, very low so- low sodium, or you know all of these possible uh, things that someone has to come up with, you just go to a restaurant and tell them what you want, and they'll tell they'll say, "Sure, we can do that. It's no big deal for restaurants to do that." Re- restaurateurs, chefs, they know more than you think they do. If you are a young person, and young is certainly in the uh, well, I'm a young person. Eye of the beholder, yeah, you're you're only ninety five. Yeah, 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 and so anyway, uh, please explain to me the um, the popularity of English peas as a course by itself. It's just uh, uh, something that is left over from That's hot right early. Now. Huh? It's hot right now. What that dish? Well, you see English peas in a place where you would be like if there's a person who would eat vegan food 
then they would probably also like English peas as a course. But there's not the, no, there's no difference between them. Well, there's nothing it's wrong with it. I'm just saying I've never gotten peas as a course. Never. Just, you, you ask for it's it. It's strange. And, or radishes and, as a course. I mean, can you imagine radishes well, as a course? They're hot right now. This I, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Whoever would have dreamed in a million years that radishes would stand alone as a course? Well, strange things happen. Do you like radishes? I like them okay. But I mean, uh, they, you would never get them as a course. It's would you? no, no, not for no. Of course, yeah. you want no pun intended. I mean, my father. <laughs> I would say that that my friend's father would say fills a hole about that because, yeah. and I I wouldn't even eat radishes to fill a hole. But I guess when you put enough vinaigrette on them, you know, they just they're they that yeah, works. Yeah, to heck with them. That works if you put enough vinaigrette on anything. That would work. This is anyway, the food show. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Our program is sponsored today by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. Oh, we already did it. I, th- I thought yes. we had two of them. No, okay. we had two right. yesterday, which is odd. I guess we had a make good or something. Could be. Anyway, all right. So where else have we been? Yeah, we let's take a break and catch our breath, and we'll be back with more of the food show after first, if you will, this. No one is every rotten and okay. It's the we food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's fun to be here with you and uh, all of the people who uh, hang out with us. Wish we had a few more of them today. We've got plenty of time and would we'll lo- love to have you join us and tell us what you've been eating lately. 260 is our number. Yesterday on huh? the way back. You know where I went yesterday on the way home from a Pontchartrain Poor Boys. Oh, yeah. We had uh, a great meal at Pontchartrain Poor Boys. I did. They have they better have than really you good would imagine. mac and cheese in the style of Rocky and Carlos. I, I, I'm not sure. Maybe they're related to them. I have to ask them. But they're from Chalmette, and they're, they're among the people who were uh, thrown uh, our way to the North Shore from the great diaspora. Mm. But anyway, um, it's that... It's that long tubular pasta. Yeah, it's an unusual kind of pasta what is that you don't What's it see. Called again? Uh, let's see. It's the kind you can um, blow like a it's like a whistle. Right, and you can if you can blow through it too, and it'll whistle. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Anyway, yeah, it'll come to me in a, a minute. It's a gigantic vat that they have. Anyway, they have that same kind of pasta at uh, Punch Chain Poor Boys. Yeah. And every time I go there, I. I'm tempted to get it, but I don't get it because I almost never eat well, mac and I'm, cheese. Well, I'm, I'm neither I tempted nor do I get it. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what I do like is that I think their roast beef poor boys are really good. And last uh, th- and this morning, I uh, had half the poor boy I had left over from yesterday. So I put it in the oven and let it bake on the outside to where it's crusty, crunchy on the outside. And then, of course, the roast beef and then pickles. And uh, uh, I don't like a lot of gravy on it, but this had just the right amount. And I uh, ate that this morning at home, and it was just great. And I would recommend to you, if you make roast beef poor boys or order them just uh, that way, uh, open your eyes to finding w- ways that this thing could be done uh, the way I just described it, where the outside is crusty and crunchy. It actually falls apart when you grip onto it. What are your top five it's, roast beef poor boys? Oh, uh, that's certainly one of them. <clears throat> and uh, let's see, Johnny's in the French Quarter. And uh, uh, 
uh, Mart- uh, I always get this one wrong. Uh, Della Martina. Uh, that's uh, on the Martinez. North Shore. De Martinos. You know what? Yeah. I think it was De Martinos that went uh-huh. into that little space. Remember, we were talking about Del Frisco starting mm-hmm. yeah, on the West that Bank. Yeah, little I tiny think place. That space is now a De Martinos. Really? Well, I that could be. Because I, I hear that the, the, the two of them that are on the North Shore, uh, they're not on the North Shore, on the West Bank, uh, are much smaller than the ones that uh, in other parts of that outfit. Does Does the name Perky? Perky. Per- Perkyatelli. Perciatelle, that's, that's one of the... That's the name t- of it? Yeah. The per- one that you can t- blow through the you tube. Can, you can blow through it or suck through it. Okay. And you'll you'll get per- a whistling. Chitelle. Okay. Bucatini is the same... Oh, uh, Bucatini. That's the one that you use. That's hear. two names for Bucatini. the same thing. Yeah. But uh, okay. this is something they do a lot in, uh, in Italy, where you go in and uh, you would discover that there are, like, mustacholi. This is a... It's a... a it's a, a it's mustache. A pasta it's a pasta that's named after. It's a, a pasta that's named and, after mustache. And and then, and it's kind of curly. And uh-huh. then you, I'm sure that at some time in your life, you've had uh, uh, some uh, that that pasta that kind of comes to a an angle when they penne? slice penne pasta, penne pasta and mustacholi, mustiacola, are exactly the same thing. There's there's nothing that separates them well, why unless do they call some because it, it looks like a mustache. I don't think penne pasta looks like a mustache. No, it doesn't. But if you cook it and put it on a plate, you it I mean, does have it does. I guess you could put any kind of pasta in a setup on a plate and make it look like. Well, anything. I mean, if you're accustomed to using pens like this, that have we have to we have to take and, a break and for act, the news. it has a, a kind of yeah. like an, an off kilter, um, something like that. Yeah. We will be back after the news. It is uh, coming up on 4 o'clock. You are listening to WWL 105.3 FM. FM HD2. More of it, the food show coming. Stay tuned for it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.